That's perfect. And like at the end of the day, you might not want to press that key. <laughs> like you that might, key, yeah. Yeah, the key might different not work strokes for, for you. different folks, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you still so, may have to listen to it. Yeah, you. I mean, you got to be music. knowledgeable in, yeah. in the full scale, right? Yep, and respectful be to... of it. Yeah, but it's like that's not your key. It's inner drip. <laughs> Welcome back. This is David Boyd. This is Jafet Ramirez. Welcome back. And our good friend, Zell Michael Harmon. Our guest for the week, Zell Michael. Man? What's up? Not much, man. Just trying to be like y'all. That's me and honest. Like trying to be like y'all. It's been a journey. It's not yeah. nothing that's happened right away. It's been definitely in, on on the. It's definitely on the, or it's been on the table for a very long time. Yeah. We've just kind of had the opportunity and the spot to do it now. And the friends. Like, yes, honestly, that's, all, that's the, all, all yeah. the guests that come on, on our trip, they're literally friends that we hang out with. Um, like brothers, sisters. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're just blessed to be able to, you know, have that outlet yeah. to show what you guys are so special to us about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking of you, uh, you were just telling us about Columbia, Kentucky. Yes, a very interesting city. <laughs> and those, it's it's interesting though because in those small towns, it's like a piece that comes with it. It's like you can isolate and find parts of yourself that you would have been moving too fast in other cities to like actually find. So what were you doing in Columbia? Well, initially moving there, it was because my brother was really good. He is, and he still is. <laughs> so he's really good. He still is. He goes to Bethune Cookman. His name's Zion Harmon. Initially, it was for him, and I was just kind of going there to train him. Basketball. And then, yeah, and yeah. then when I initially came there, it was kind of like my dad. I had a weird, I have a weird relationship with him, and we kind of have like, we butt heads on everything, and I was kind of like, okay, this is my time to get closer with them. And that was the initial intent, and then it turned into a thing where we all were like, okay, I guess we can run a business and train people basketball-wise. This is what we've kind of done our whole lives, and it just turned into something big. So what's your, is he still playing basketball? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Bethune Cookman. So what's his, uh, how old is he? He's oh, 15 years apart. I should already know this. Twenty one. Yeah. Okay, so he's he's college. Yeah, college. He just actually came back from. I was just talking to him out there. Actually, he came back from the NBA camp, like about a week ago, which he said they said he did pretty good at. Hell yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Would they go from G League? He tries to get into G League. Well, that. So how it works, kind of, is like. So he's still in college, but he can go to the NBA camps and see where he stands as far as getting a contract. And if he does that enough, basically, like, so he has, like, he has three more years. If he does that each year, he can see where he's at and get his chance to the NBA. Hell yeah. But right now, from what the last he talked to me, he said that he actually, because we've had a lot of issues with, with like, uh, certain stuff with my dad that, like, it kind of threw both of us off mentally. And uh, now he's kind of like, he had periods where he's like, he didn't want to play basketball at all. And then it turned into a thing now where he's like, I'll do it, but I kind of want to do it just to travel. So now he's like, even if I have an NBA opportunity, I might want to just go play in Spain. Which makes nice. sense, though. It makes That'd sense. Be cool. Yeah, like, I, but they, they've also, I, what I've, sorry to interrupt, but what I've also yeah. heard is that the, that the, European leagues are not that bad either. No, they're not bad. It's like there's so many Americans over there now that it's not really like you're by yourself. But then it's like you don't have that pressure. For a lot of players that are kind of like him right now, it's like a lot of pressure to play in the NBA. Yeah. And like live up to expectations, basically. Yeah. I was watching an interview of a guy going over there and they're like Luca even said it. He's not from Mm. he's not from here, right? He's from somewhere in Europe. uh, that place for the Mavericks. Yeah, he's thing? from. I don't want to say Slovenia. 
Yeah, so he was saying that like their league over there is a lot. They're just a lot tougher. The players are a lot tougher. Yeah, here there are they're too. They're good players, but yeah. they're too like fragile. Yeah, they're, they're pros. So like over there, they're it's good for an Ameri- a good American player to go over there and learn. Just like it would be soccer. Yeah, most soccer players go. Look, most of yeah. most the U.S. Players. team uh lead. I don't uh. I don't know his last. I don't know his name, but he plays for um in Germany, dude, mm-hmm. for um a pretty big club. Yeah, and he, he's American. He's playing in the U.S. national team, like all this and that. Yeah. But most of them will go out and and learn, and because I mean, over there they they breathe soccer. Yeah. You know, it's right. about soccer. So like, even the clubs are going to be more advanced in the clubs here mm-hmm. right more advanced than the mls yeah i mean mm-hmm. and now mls is for getting sure. there mls america's just got money bro mm-hmm. and and they'll get there um but like we talked about it with gilbert the other day it was like america struggles with soccer because here in america you have to have money to play soccer mm-hmm. here in america not just because you got money you'll be the best player some of the ones that are really, really talented mm. are the ones that learn how to play in the streets. Yeah. Learn how to like just like with basketball, yeah. you you learn that that connection with that sport, and then the opportunity comes for you to showcase you're in front of like a big club that could change your your life. Other yeah. than like you've always played and your parents kind of have always got you there, and yeah, you love it. You know, sometimes we, yeah. we get we get rotten because we're so spoiled. Like you have to you have to do a little bit of our endurance in your life or or to appreciate what you want to do or what yeah. you're in you know somebody that really mm-hmm. you know didn't yeah. have the means for them to have and the that's what i enjoy the most about playing in mexico that part of like sports itself it's like in other countries they like breathe it and it's that's the most interesting thing to see like kids and people like a whole town basically kind of be like hey like I really want to learn it to the point where I could take my family out of this. Like that, it it's was a so mean of exca- that. Yeah. I think basketball is kind of the same way too, though, yeah. because basketball, most of them are looking for a way out. You yeah, know, that's how it was for me growing up. The, like, and I'm not saying that football isn't either. Football is too, but like, mm. dude, when you're when you're playing barefooted. You have nothing to eat, and that's the one thing that like yeah. gets you through. Like it, it hits different than yeah, yeah. But not, that's exactly how it was for me growing up, though. Like basketball was just like it was like everything. Like and that's why like being a trainer was like uh, I kind of stumbled on the training, stumbled on Instagram. I stumbled on too because it was like all the focus was like basketball. It's like when you go to sleep, you're supposed to like do spins on each finger to make sure each finger understands how to grip the ball. Like like you're pantomiming the motion before going to bed? What do yeah, you Yeah, you had to or else you got beat. Like like that was like if you didn't do it, like if my dad didn't see me do it, it was like you get beat for it. But then it's like at the same time part of that sounds Wait, like very oh, no, crazy. I wanna I know I don't know. I wanna I wanna clarify like yeah. you say you're doing these motions like before you go to bed to like with or without a physical like describe body. describe the, the motion so the it, listeners could kinda yes. get a yeah. grasp. So the motion would be like so like how your wrist would pop. Yeah. Of, like understanding yeah. when you're like, shooting it up and Yeah. It's like understanding which fingers like everybody's hands different. So which fingers are actually getting at least the amount of pop. Okay. So to get more power and control on the ball, you would have to practice on those fingers, like coming down. Interesting. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. And so it's like he would like, but on top of the thousand toe raises <laughs> that he used to make me do at night, it would be like, he'd be like, that would be the last thing, it would be just like kind of like working on the wrist motion. Get those like tendons. Yeah. So tendons. Good and strong. And that's where it's interesting because no such thing as muscle memory, like technically. Like oh, scientifically, okay. it's not a such thing as muscle memory, but I kind of, I kind of would go against the science a little bit or challenge the science because it's like it's certain things like that that I don't have to like think about. I literally don't have to think about it. Yeah, I, I'm curious, like the muscle memory not being a thing. Like, yeah. what is that? <laughs> and what, is it like a technical thing where, like, uh, okay, technically the memories in your 
fucking midbrain or something or i mean that, be, that i feel like sense. yeah yeah because then it's like okay it's still the same thing though yeah. you know like i guess it's, muscle memory just is a term that makes yeah, sense it's to a me. term that makes sense like bright my friend brighton who's like he's um oh i've met brighton yeah yeah, brighton. yeah cool dude yeah and he he's he can explain it scientifically more oh i'm gonna fucking ask him about I, this next yes. time i see uh, him the next time you see him ask him about it like, get him out yo i heard again. muscle memory was fake news bro. yes and he like, will literally he goes into this mode where he'd be like you know how that well scientifically <laughs> like actually like, yeah actually like but yeah i can't explain okay. if he does it but it's not actually a thing it's more of so i how he said it exactly it's the presynaptic gaps in your. There you, there you go. There you go. The scientists, <laughs> scientists start knowing the words they throw out there. No, I'm just bullshitting. But yeah, here. no, you know what I mean, though. It's like he explains it like yeah. that, and I think that's interesting, though, because I feel like people don't understand how powerful the brain is. Oh yeah, it's a, the strongest muscle you got. Right. Yes, actually, it's not a muscle. Yeah, not not to take away from the point. I was doing a bit, but yeah, yeah no, it is it is the fucking strongest organ you've got. Dude. It's the toughest too, man. You gotta yeah. work. You gotta work out your mental before anything else. Yeah, I feel like it. If you start, if you're looking for somewhere to better your life, start with your mental health, your 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 brain. Work out your brain, yeah. and then the rest will fall on through, man. You know, it probably for me was always like my brain first and it was my soul. And once I got those kind of really my soul was before my brain it was my soul, my brain, then my body is how I, I try to work myself out. I think that's where it's interesting, too, because like you said, with like Messi or whatever, like those kids in those countries, like how they develop the soccer. I kind of see those same things like through basketball, like through growing up and watching a lot of people like that too of where it's like kind of connecting it together where it's like they literally just coming from the situation and everything they understand it on a whole another level like that's what my brother is too like i said where it's not really it's almost like their body has been taught exactly how to be in a way yeah and they can like basically take their personality and put it into the sport. Oh yeah, because yeah, I mean, you got, dude, you got, yeah, that's. But I mean, I guess that had to do a lot. Your dad was he, was he pretty, pretty firm on like, you know, doing he, drills and making sure you were eating right. And he absolutely was not firm on making sure I was eating right. He was making sure you were eating good. <laughs> like I said, not even yeah. good. Like sometimes. So y'all have Seven Elevens around here, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. no not no, here. No, Jackson. not here. Not here. No. Oh, but y'all know Seven. I, I think yeah, my yeah. brain teleported for a second. Yeah. I'm familiar <laughs> yeah. with them. I've lived yeah. places, but not here. Yeah. Okay. Not here in Jackson, but yeah, we know Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Sometimes my, or actually, a lot of times, actually, my breakfast would be a spicy bite. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Put a chili I've cheese had, all I've had on a spicy it. Spicy bite. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And goat Slurpee. breakfast of champions i swear like man my diet was so terrible growing up it was fun it was funny thinking about it now with all that i know right it's like damn that fucking up like come on man like what were you thinking he's a registered nerd (laughs) you know what you know what though yeah so uh, okay we're gonna rewind a little bit for the people that don't know what 7-eleven is and (laughs) might live this way it's actually like hucks Oh so if you know what yeah, Hux is, yeah, it's, it's just well, Hux might be a little nicer though. Is I mean, it? You th- yes, I mean, yeah, I've been in Hux and they're pretty. They're all pretty decent. Ooh, like that's interesting. Uh, most Seven Elevens that I've been into, I was at Seven Elevens like Dodge. The okay, Dodge. Dodge. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, Dodge. Yeah, Dodge. Yeah, Dodge. Yeah. Yeah. Dodge. Because Hux is kind of nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We would have been. We had a luxury to go to Hux. Hux. Ah, I meant Dodge. I I always hear about Bucky's and like, I've never Texas. been. Have you? Yes. No, because I've never Dude, like spent I time in with Texas. Shirts on, yeah, like, yeah. Like, Bucky's <laughs> is like doing big for real. Like, I wonder what their merch like numbers are looking at. It's got to be insane, dude. What about they're like. Merch is bigger there than like the gas. That's what I was about to say, bro. Are you? you No, it's probably like a twenty percent or something. Are you an apparel company? 
Slash Yo. gas station. <laughs> at that point, yeah. at that point, great yeah. business idea. It's a great business model. People right love Bucky. Oh, dude, they completely. love it. I've I've known people that are like, yeah, this weekend we're gonna take a trip to Bucky. Yeah. Like, you you're gonna drive all the way, <laughs> for real, dude. And hey, they man. they come back with like shirts, bro. Yeah. And like, oh, right. that's kind of dumb. Yeah. It's like it's a thing. I've heard of that too. Yeah, but, uh, it's a thing, dude. I was like, I this get is wild, a, man. Uh, a bag of beef jerky from my family. I guess do they have Bucky's in North Carolina? I mean South Carolina because that's where my parents were. Maybe and, man, and like yeah, they had. A, they, I mean, they, they probably, probably did expand beef jerky. it, bro. They're yeah. probably like inside the Hard Rock Cafe, bro. For now, by like, now, yeah, like for real, right, for real. dude. Um, speaking of fucking chains, we don't have here Safeway. Bro, I know Safe you live in California. So nice. Fucking I don't know Safeway, what that is. man. Explain yeah, to me what's a, a Safeway. It's a California grocery chain that's yeah. like Safeway. Yeah, is it supposed to be like more organic? No, it's uh-huh. like it's like a Publix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but why, yeah, why call go. it? So explain to me why I call it Safeways? Or like yeah, it was actually the uh, founder Henry Safeway named the chain. Yeah, oh, named wow. after himself. Yeah, Henry Safeway. Do they have Piggly Wigglies? Dude, nobody has fucking Piggly Nobody does not know what Piggly Wiggly is. is. What is that? That's kind of a tongue twister. Try and say it five times fast. Piggly Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly. Dude, Willy at the end. You're going to do the Willy. It's tough, man. There's one in Henderson, bro. A Piggly Wiggly. Hey, they're not sponsored. What do they have? No sponsor, by the way. But if y'all want us to sponsor, just hit us up. Yeah. Slide it this way. Sponsor us. Come on. Revitalize this tired brand. Yes. You know, we need to get those Piggly. God dang it, dude. Piggly Wiggly. There's no way this chain will last. Their name is too hard to say. Dude, they've been around for a long time. How long have they been around? Forever. Since I was little? Yeah, oh, like when, since my parents were little, dude. Like that's <laughs> that's how long. Yeah, it was the yeah, original. It was the original grocery store. That, yeah, really. In, oh, the way that's that, what it, I was wondering what it was. I thought it was. Like, it oh like my a bad, gas my station. bad, my bad. No, oh, no, yeah. No, so like we'll rewind store. a bit. Oh, you know, for those, store? it's a grocery store. What yeah, that like, was like, like the original Safeway kind of. I guess. So wait, no, but listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Because right. you said Safeway is like Publix. Okay, yeah, yeah but it's a, so Publix is a little okay. nicer than Piggly Wigglies. Yeah, so, so <laughs> anything named Piggly Wigglies, what a terrible name, man. But, yes, uh, but Piggly Wiggly was the original fucking grocer where you went and got your own stuff. It used to be back in the oh. day, you would go to the counter of the grocer, mm. like it was just a lobby basically with yeah. a counter, and you would and you would hand a guy your order your grocery list and he would go get it all and bring it out to you for you which is weird because you know get that back right that sounds like the better alternative now but that was the first time that it was like okay no we're just putting the stock out and you go pick it up and put it in your cart and take it up front so wait hold on they will put the so they put like a turkey out Give me the scene, right? Because I've right, never right, been right. Here so, before. so, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come trying so, to picture this. I know you got to You got to explain to him how the Piggly Wiggly sign was first. What was it like? A little piggy? Yeah, it had a sign. It was it like Porky like, Pig, you know? Yeah, but it like, had like a little hat with like a little apron. Yeah, it's called. So, yeah. Piggly it looks like a butcher shop, basically. I, and it, maybe, like, it it, maybe it started out maybe, that way yeah. too. Okay, I don't okay. know. Like yeah. that stands to be a good guess but okay so you know how grocery stores nowadays just have mm. all these fucking aisles that you walk through and pick your shit out yeah piggly wiggly invented the modern system where you get your own groceries off the shelf instead of some dude getting them all for you wow yeah. no wonder they're going out of business everyone copied yeah. them because yeah. yeah. everybody copied them yeah. Yeah. they like, should have patented that do you think you can patent something like that i don't know i don't think so maybe i mean i think that would be, dude, that's probably like their biggest fuck up. What about if you could and they just didn't do it? <laughs> if you yes, copyrighted something. Would... <laughs> if the boss, I would fucking cry. I'd be crying right now. Yeah. Man. I don't know if you can copyright the idea of making people get their own groceries, but <laughs> yeah. but it's basically like self-checkouts that now. Like that yeah. was the next thing where it's like, oh. Like now you scan your own items. I fucking hate that. And I'll charge you. It's like, yeah, we'll charge you more for you to do your own. Bro, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, every time I can, I, I go to one of the 
somebody else check you out Isles mm-hmm. in Kroger. See, I just don't. I, I do. I'm like, you just, I, I, you're getting paid to do this. I'm buying these groceries. It's I mean, the same uh, cost to me whether but you I do think it or you do it. You think those cashiers don't care? They want you to come through because, you know, at the end of the month, the cashier that gets the most scan items gets Wait, a bonus. Really? really? Yes, dude. So we're helping them out. Yeah, so like the cashiers are not the ones that are probably butthurt about it. They love having people yeah. come check out. Well, it's the management because they don't, they don't want to pay you think extra about cashiers. The world we live in now, dude, we live so fast paced. I know that's what the self checkout is with like. You. I go to self checkout. I know, yeah. I ain't trying to fuck with nobody. I ain't I trying to talk with nobody. To me, I go yeah. in there, dee, 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 boom, boom, get out. I'm out of there. <laughs> but now Man. that I know that, though, I now I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna go to them a little bit more. Yeah, like that because that'd be kind of cool in a small way. It's like you're a small way of like giving back. Oh, dude, for my job. So in my job, we we try to source out stuff local, not yeah. like super local, but like. Kroger's not locally started, but it helps no. the local yeah. community. Yeah. Like, dude, every time we go to Kroger, we're spending like, I don't know, 2000 3000 So, like, the the people that see us coming with, like, yeah. four buggies full, they get excited because we'll try to go to different people. Because think about $3,000 worth of items yeah. on their bill for the month. Like, that's how I ended up finding out that they get bonuses. I was like, dude, do y'all okay. get it? And she was like, yeah. I was like, because one time we pulled up and two women were kind of arguing about who got us. Really? I pulled up and I was like, damn, like, are we that good? Oh, are that, are we that mattered cool? to them so like, much, that $2,000 cool? bill. And they were like, no, it's just you guys give us points for every every item. Really? Man. Whoa. And dude, sometimes we order from the back of the, of, of the Kroger, like cake mix and all that stuff. So we'll order like Oh, dude, we'll order like 30 cases of strawberry, another 10 cases of chocolate, chocolate German. Like, and those are cases yeah. that come seven packs. So sometimes they're not even scanning because when I go in, I go in, I, I get one item from the back and they got it already in a pilot. And I just pull oh, in the wow. back. But I have to still go get that ring up. So like I'll have one item, but that item needs to be rang up 500 times. So like that cashier Whoa. ain't doing no fucking work for but five counts as for five hundred scans. scans. Damn. So man. like, whoa, That's the underworld cool. of the grocery that we have untopped today at this. I had at no this idea. Podcast. For real. That's wild. I had no idea. <laughs> no, there's like a game to it, bro. The deep state of grocery stores. Yes. You know. <laughs> and, and one the secret wo- rules. Dude, one woman that gets us all the time, I was like, I'm just curious, what was your bonus? And she's like, dude, this is almost 2,000 bucks. No way. God. I was like, dude, I'm in the wrong business. Bro. But, dude, think about sitting there all day I talking. I know. That's yeah. Forget that, bro. I could yeah. do it. I, this is it, one, in one little cubicle, like, stuck. Yeah. I'm good on that, bro. Same. Yeah, I can. Mind do it. numbing. That's wild, yeah. though. Yeah, he's just repetitive. Beep, beep. How you doing, sir? Beep, but beep. Just, total. I can see for some people though, like with their personality, they might like always make a joke or always throw yeah. something out there. Yeah. I mean, some people might like really work for them. I did a, I did cashier at Chick Fil A. So like, it really all depends. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it really all depends on you, like how you make, but. Every day, just being on, like it helps out for you that you're able to hop off and do right. Other I can do other like, stuff you, that way, it keeps your mind challenged, yeah, not in a repetitive kind of like it just day. becomes muscle memory, it, yeah, if so that's even real. Right. I mean, yeah, so if it's even real, <laughs> this is interesting because listening to you all, it's funny because I always like sometimes when I'm around, even the, the our friend group and everything, I'm like. This is so interesting just to pay attention to people and listen to y'all talk. Like, I've never worked a job until the lift. Yeah. So, okay. So, how? Like, I never had to work a job. Like, when people are like, I work nights nice before I worked as a cashier, I'm like, man, that's interesting. Like, I've never worked any other job. How'd you make money? Training people. Training people. I mean, that's a job too. I, I had my own, like, you know, self employed and style, so like, whatever that way. But it's you, like, you, you're not saying you didn't work. You're saying you. He just didn't, didn't have, have a nine to five. A nine to five. Never, movie. ever yeah. experienced a nine How to was five. that life? It's very creative. Like, so Damn, you, I bet it is. Yeah. It's very creative. You can kind of do whatever you want with it. 
Yeah, because I mean that's really that's a lot of people's goal to be able to get to that. I mean that's yeah, our goal. That's, that's our why goal. we're doing this. Yeah. You know, we want to do Everyone, that. That's why when Dakota was like, "Oh yeah, let's, let's move to Jackson," I was like, "Part of me like, oh my gosh, like I cannot picture myself working an actual job, like yeah. going in, being like, hey Bill, hey Bob.'" Right. <laughs> like, every like, morning the yeah. same people yeah over and get over. your cup of coffee and yeah oh, every God time dang it dude yeah dude that's you're okay so we're gonna explore a little <laughs> bit of 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 that um so you're how long have you lived here since you moved here about eight months eight months eight okay months. So, so you're fairly new to the jackson scene right yes have you ever visit Very have you ever been here before or have we, you... we came here a few times i think we, you might have been to one of uh Haley or casey's parties or something Do, i mean i remember that was probably where we first met yeah, but i so. i thought <laughs> Dude, i know when we met i remember we you do you do you remember when we first met oh i'm curious okay to hear you don't. This. was it beer pong yes it was yeah Yes, it was. Yeah. Like, we were dominating the table. Yeah, we were yeah. killing it. Okay, so yeah, I think yeah. that was the same night that I met you. Exactly, But yeah. that was right after, or, you or right before you had moved. It was right in there, right? I like, it was right before. Oh, well, so well, you didn't live here when... No, no. I did oh. not. But oh, you were okay. about to live here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think I was like, I think yeah. I met you, like, right around the time yeah. that you moved. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, so tell us about that transition. It, uh... It was interesting just because you have so much creative time. That's why, like, even with like Instagram and stuff, it was very easy for me to just basically be very creative, post something, and then have like 10, 20 people slide up, be like, hey, how much are you selling that for? Or, hey, can you do this for me? Or can you create this for me? And you just kind of like had the rest of your day. <laughs> yeah, dude, because right now in, yeah. in, in the era we're in, dude, and if you got a business, bro. Yeah. I, if you suck at it first, but you continue promoting yes. yourself, like it will catch people, and Literally. people love a story too, where like they'll they'll see you where you first started. I remember when I first made my first videos, bro. They were lame, no. but like to what I'm not where I want to be now. But like people can tell the difference. Yeah, I can so tell like, the difference. So and like not after that much time either. No, but like it it the not transition of time. of being better with like look at all these superstars like uh, kevin hart like multi-millionaire yeah. you know he's he does Bro. both mo the rock all these mm. folks started out and and you can go back and see their stuff when they if they have it recorded and they they struggled as mm. long as you're improving every time you're doing it there it's the key to success yeah and sometimes it's the ebb and flow sometimes it'll be like okay this is not getting fucking anywhere and then yeah. you yeah. go back up yeah, that's what's up, man. So, uh, Jackson, what, what do you think of Jackson? I absolutely, it's funny, because this is interesting. Because Dakota will probably be like, oh, well, there has been times. <laughs> but I, I love Jackson. I love the social group, the friend groups and stuff. Except the biggest thing has just been, as I've kind of acclimated myself more so to the job world, that haze in a way of like it's been rough just because i'm not used to working a job but that haze of putting sometimes a gray cloud on it a bit is like going away and it's like more and more sunshine it's like oh okay all right i actually i can see how people do this but at first starting i was like i do not understand how people get up and work nine to five like i'm like salute to people who work nine to five like I would literally lose my mind. Shout out to people with nine to fives. Yeah, most <laughs> like, definitely, goodness. dude. It's yeah. It, it, the worst part about it though is like when you have creative people like us and yourself, and you know you're you're just born to do great things, and you're stuck in that repetitive nine to five. Yeah, like and you're stuck in. We talk about it all the time, dude. That's I think that's the thing that drives me. When I get up in the fucking morning and I'm like, damn, I gotta go listen to somebody else work. Yes. I'm, make, I'm not even yes. making that good of a money. Literally. Right. But the thing that I'm talented in, I know I could be making a lot of money, but yeah. it's just uh, like uh, Rick Rubin. I listened to one of his podcasts, man, and he, man, uh, he talked about we have to also realize that the jobs that we're doing day to day, 
are just another step to be able to pay your bills yeah. and to fund things right. like yeah. this. So like yes. when you're struggling on like saying fuck I gotta get up and work like damn but fuck this job gives me the money to go buy photography stuff you know right. invest in mm-hmm. myself and even though I don't want to be there that's why we keep friends around and yeah. keep m- friends that'll motivate you and friends that are doing great in their field and they're following their dreams so you can vibe off of the energy and all this of your friends matters to yeah. your success mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah Sorry, I'm getting all... Nah, not go for it. Not because I, I feel you, though. I feel you. And that's why, like, I listen to a lot of... That's, like, my hobby outside of, like, working out is just studying a lot of, like, interviews, motivation, and empowerment. Yeah. And it's, like, it's so interesting. Yeah. To listen to people like Rick Rubin talk about stuff like that, and you're like, you're a regular dude. Like, like yeah, I really see it now. Like, you're actually, you're a regular person. Like, even though you're a millionaire or whatever. Like, I can become you. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Like, you're showing me, like, in a way how it's like, you have your same struggles. You have... They put on yeah. their, their pants one leg at a time, brother. Yeah. Unless they got invented some machine that they're yeah. just... But they're just humans, man. I think that it would be cool to be able to put on your pants. I think we've talked about this before. Have we? And, yeah, be I, I think cool. we... I think yeah. that's... We, be a nice We discussed machine. it a, like It a, is possible to do. You know, two legs at a time. Yeah, yeah. You just hop. What are you holding it and then hop into it? And bro, I'll do it. Right, I'll do it right now. <laughs> yeah, like it's create it's an actual easy. machine. Like, for yeah, no, no, no. Have you, have you, you done it? the machine? Have you done I, this I'll before? Do it right now. All right, so you you're it gonna hop yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, this no, sounds it's very good. athletic. No, dude, it's, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I thought you meant standing up. I thought you meant standing up. That is, that is close enough. That's what you were talking about. It is yeah. still technically, you know, but it's, it's like actually that, weirdly I, less I efficient. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is like a core workout too. Like, it's like a small core workout, like every day. That's how you just get wake your body up. Yeah. You put your pants on two legs at a time. You're gonna have all everybody just <laughs> taking this. Gonna be the new trend. Just everybody just putting their pants on like that. Like we'll start the TikTok trend yeah. right now. What'd be called? What it would it be called? Uh, Cut your pants, pants on? challenge. Yeah, pants put challenge. your pants. Yeah. I'm sure there's already one already. Yeah, though. there's probably a different pants challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Two yeah. leg pant challenge, maybe. I think it's it's one challenge where they have to like you basically have to take them off without your hands or something like that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, do they okay so you get another person to do it with their is mouth is there a belt with <laughs> i hope there's I, now when i saw it it wasn't a belt in it but it was like yeah you like kind of wiggle to take them off wouldn't you just stand up and let them fall off Wait, but if they're buttoned and stuff like oh they're how are they, dude there's no way with no legs i mean no legs <laughs> <laughs> now that'd be impressive is this motivational speaker that has like no arms and no legs oh my god i, I mean, know dude and we, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a beast though oh, he owns it like he comes bro. on the stage like you got i, I gotta find his, his brain is the strongest muscle he's got oh most <laughs> definitely i mean <laughs> <laughs> we are so wrong. i think his name's nick I gotta find his full name, but yeah, he'll come on stage just like what he fucking hops on. No, he he's like does a snake. No, <laughs> Man, wait, like, he's not in a wheelchair. He's well, he's no, no, he walks on stage like with his. <laughs> he walks on his stubs. But what like if he you don't got, even have stubs? It's just bro, like what if you got like torso? What if you got yes, like? I think I've seen. No, I've seen people walk not personally, but yeah. Yeah, they wiggle yeah. on stage. He becoming confident with it too. Yo, what if you got like prosthetics that like just had like just shoes on the oh bottom of your fucking God. hips? Like you just Goodness wiggle on with shoes bro. on stage. Eric Thomas, one of the speakers, talks about how when he met him, I guess he does have like an electric chair, so he doesn't have to always go everywhere uh, like he, that. He just <laughs> likes to flex sometimes. <laughs> yes. Be like, but I can though. Literally, literally. <laughs> Eric Thomas said he met him. And it was like, because they had like, I guess, speaking engagements. And Eric Thomas went and came after him and was like, oh, hey, what's up? Uh, came to meet him and he was in his like little electric chair and said he came confident and like pressed the button on his chair 
took him up just a little bit taller yeah. than Eric Thomas was like, I am Nick. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I was like, goodness, I could not imagine. There's people like that, I'm like, I, I could not imagine how you... It's not Travis Mills, is it? Because there's apparently another quadruple amputee Pam. motivational speaker. Pam. There's two of them. Holy shit. Nick. I, there's no way I'm going to pronounce that. Nick Vujicic. It's That's oh an Eastern European God. last name. Oh, no. Holy yeah, dude, shit, this dude. Wow. That, if that doesn't motivate you, like, I'm not like, sure that's the right word for this. <laughs> it can motivate you, or it could be very this, comedic. This, I don't know. It horrifies me, bro. It's like, horrifying this is like, to you. It is. It, it is legit. Like he has a wife and kid. I think he has two kids. Oh no, wow. dude! Dude, he he's got a piece of a foot down there, dude. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't. All right, that's that's, that's gonna haunt bad. you in your dream. Yo, that's like nightmare. You're gonna be dreaming, and that's gonna oh. he's gonna come out. That's when it turns into a nightmare. I mean, like Glad I, we didn't I, take I, that acid trip seemed, right now. Yeah, the dude <laughs> seems oh. right now. We'd be going off. I mean that that's still on the that's still on the <laughs> but oh, dude, man. that's what's up, man. Yeah, motivational yeah. people are always um um. I I, I tend to listen to. A lot of them too, because yeah. they're, they're so knowledgeable on like struggle. It's really learning the experience of the struggles they already passed through. Yeah. So you can kind yeah. of have a map on how to yeah navigate through those struggles. And I feel like for people, especially people who aren't into church, like how some people maybe in the Bible Belt are, it's like it's a very easy way to get some kind of like grounding spiritually. It. It can. Yeah. I think it can have the effect. I think sometimes it can have the opposite. Yes. yes um, I agree. You were raised not in the church or... Uh, wait, no, wait. Remind me. So, so and then this is very interesting. Yeah. So my dad was actually a pastor. A Baptist okay. pastor. Okay. Yeah, so that's where it's interesting. But, I don't know, growing up, I kind of, I went to like... Uh, I went to Catholic school. I went to, um, I think it's called Apocalyptic. Uh, oh, no. Uh, apostolic. Nice. Apostolic. Wow. Yeah. Lost the words. Are, are, they actually, are, they show, are they showing you how to, how to you know, run right away here. from song? Right. I mean, I hey, the word apocalypse comes from the New the, Testament. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. That, yes. That's very true. Oh, man. But very yeah. True. So, like, I, and then I have a few uncles and stuff who are like, Buddhist. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which I, I kind of look up to like them a lot. But, and I wouldn't say that I'm Buddhist because like I said, and that's where I fell into yoga, which was like, They're okay. They're in tune with their body. Yeah, it's like, it was this weird kind of, so I kind of danced around a bit and then in college I was like, you know what? I had a point with my dad where I was like, I don't want anything to do with you. Because <laughs> I'm going to explore every other religion. So like, I like looked up a lot of other ones. So I mean... It's just very weird, I guess, in that sense. I don't really see it like that. I kind of see it as like everybody has like a way that works for them. There's a lot of truth in every way. There's a lot of lies in which the people who ever lived inside the religion, it's kind of like if you tell uh, Sally went to the seashore or whatever. Yeah. By the time it gets to the 20th person, it's the elephant went to the room. Yeah. And then telephone, right? Yeah, That's the, the whole telephone that kind yeah. of thing. And it's like, well, whatever way works for you. Like, if that way works for you, I mean, it works. And I think that's where it's like, uh, you don't really have to judge in a sense. You can just see the truth in whatever the person's saying. And if it's a lie, you don't have to expose it. That's the person's lie. Like, we all are yeah. a combination of truth and lies together. Yeah. So, with me, religion, the background, so mm. my parents are so. My parents were Catholic growing up when we lived in Mexico, and we moved to the U.S. We moved to Brownsville, where there wasn't a Catholic um, big following. Yeah, was but they, like in Mexico, Catholic is like big. That's so, the but main I went, thing. Like, I yeah. went to from Catholic to Baptist. Like Baptist was, it's cool. 
I'm not going to. Yeah, it's just one of the fucking badges. I mean, I'm. But Catholicism forever, man. Yeah, baby. You drink that wine. For real. Oh, but, um, but the way I grew up with the religion is I do it as kind of like people see music. Religion is all different types of religion, whatever works for you. It's just like notes just notes you know on paper at the end of the day doesn't matter if it's hard rock country doesn't matter if it's jazz it's they're all notes on paper you they just know they all look the same yeah they might have a higher you know octave they might have so i kind of like that metaphor yeah i like that i I use it for like in that way like it's just for me it's (sighs) i'm still figuring it out can i yeah can i try and uh see if this metaphor works with your musical note analogy is like maybe just each of these different religions is in a different key yeah that's perfect and like at the end of the day you might not want to press that key (laughs) right yeah yeah the key might not work for for you different folks yeah Yeah. i mean you still may have to listen to it yeah you i mean you gotta be knowledgeable in in the full scale right yep and respectful of it yeah but it's like that's not your key that's not yeah yeah, so no, I don't I don't want to say fuck the Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're just solid jokes on here. Yeah, you got Lots people of catching jokes. the holy ghost. <laughs> yeah. That's the sound. Yeah. Um so the yoga and your Buddhist uncles were kind of influential maybe in like getting you to explore other Well, and I think that's interesting cuz like I had one of my uncles, uncle Antoine, he went and studied like Shao Wang Lu is like the martial arts with the swords in China. Shao Wang Lu? Yeah, I believe that's, that's cool. the name of it. I may be kind of messing that up. <laughs> you know, it's close enough. Yeah. yeah. But he went and studied it, and I kind of looked up to him, but I never had like a close relationship to him. I just heard stories. So it was like, he, yeah, okay. he was like a, kind of like a myth in a way, because I heard so many stories like, he studied with Buddhists, and this is an S. And I actually didn't learn it through him i just kind of like understood that he did it and i would go study it on my own yeah i'm like oh and i would see like okay i see how the stories are lining up like that might be a lie that he like was balancing on like sure. one of those kung fu panda things like that's just like the 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 grandiosity yeah. of you know like a legend yeah. right like that's Literally. how legends get started i know yeah so it was like he was a legend in that way and it's like from there i kind of took it and that's where i explored yoga on my own i realized that okay Buddhists, in a way, are kind of like, like people say it's different because I don't want to offend any Buddhists. But like, it's a, all yeah, fuck the Buddhists. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they forever. Fucking yeah. every religion here. <laughs> but it's like an off branch of yoga. You know, it's okay. an off branch that formed through yoga and from yoga. And I think that's where it's like I I started realizing through yoga a lot of stuff is kind of connected through it. Like there's even kind of debate about Jesus's missing years being. Oh, I love those. I know. Like those are like the the best ones to me. Cause you get some hardcore Baptist on that. Like, oh, I've never done that. Oh man. But but the other thing like interesting too about that is like, okay, well, you know, Jesus lived like in the Mediterranean and by, by zero AD, like there, there were, ancient classical greek statues of buddha not many but there's a few because there had been buddhist traders literally that came there that is so it's so interesting because like but oh i was gonna no you go first because i have something i want to ask you after that no but that's why when uh that's why i think it's interesting when i hear people argue over religion i'm like Mm. this is a pointless argument like this is like you're not going to get anywhere. Like, these right. people believe this. They've been taught that through it. But it's like, it's certain things where it's like, oh, you see where nobody knows, but it's just right. heard about that. He might have went there. Yeah. I think it's just interesting. I, I do like those space. stories a lot. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned yoga earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, since you're, you know, read through, like, other Eastern philosophies and stuff, mm-hmm. like, maybe a lot of the listeners don't know, like, yoga does not necessarily just mean what we call yoga, which is, like, an exercise. Yeah. Ashtang yoga is 
a eight limb yoga, which is the kind of this is the one that Americans literally take. Which uh, one is? Uh, uh, um, Ashtanga yoga. Ashtanga. 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 It, it's the one the Americans they take one limb of it and it's like, oh yeah, I do. That's yoga. what yoga is. Yeah, I get like, a mat. Asanas are just the physical postures. But it's actually uh, eight limbs, yama, niyama, pratyahara, pranayama. Uh, then you get to the asanas, and you have dharana, dhyana, and then samadhi. Which is, like, they, all of those, like, asanas, one limb. So, like, if you think of, like, everything that everybody's going over, and it's like, they're like, oh, this is so many benefits to it. They're right. one limb. Yeah. One-eighth of literally. Yeah, so it's like... Uh, and everybody, in a way, kind of like once you get to know it, you realize like, oh, I actually do do these things in my life, but I don't have like a actual conscious focus on it. And I don't turn it into like a practice for myself in which that's why sometimes like when I look at it, I'm like, oh, no, you're a yogi. Like you have a practice that works for yourself and that works for your life where it helps you advance to certain things. It's just that. Everybody has different ways of labeling. That kind of gets back into the religion thing of like, well, certain people have different systems of classifying why they do what they do. Yeah. Basically in a way. But yeah, Americans just do asanas. Yeah. I think that's with a bunch of things, dude. The more I realize and the deeper I get into the human nature and the human of how we do things. Uh, the main goal of most of being well in life or doing well in life is putting good in life, right? Yeah. Throwing it back out, helping people, you know, uh, trying to be a good human being. And it's not going to church every day. It's not going to, you know, yeah. it, that's not going to make you better. But like, I've realized that, like you've said, every person, it's a great deal of emphasis of that each person is different. Mm. What I need is not what David needs. Yeah, that's what right. you need is not what I need. And all these other outlets that are making you seem like you say yoga has got popular, but it's it's been it's been marketed like that. Though. Yeah, and it, and it has always down. been like, oh, you're doing yoga. Oh, I might need to do yoga. Yeah, and right. instead of being like, yo, it might be the other types of yoga you're talking yeah. about, mm-hmm. like the pranayama. Yes, which, oh, what really oh, gets me so much. Wait, like, we do need to tell the listeners pranayama. Yes, is the art of breathing. The art of breathing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and that, it, that that's the one to me where I'm like, even with myself, I have to get on myself about it a lot to like actually like, hey, like no, like this is a body. Like you had to learn how to breathe yeah. to do certain yeah. things. Like you literally, it's you have a different breathing mechanism for the way you drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, I didn't sure. know that was a yoga. I don't. I didn't, yeah. So I, I do. Win, uh, Winhoff is a uh, he's a guy. Oh yeah. So I, so yeah. I do, I do breathing exercise. Yeah. And that so like, is I didn't know the, that was a type yeah. of of yoga that like I, I never knew I was like you said. Yeah, yeah, I you never knew I was yoga. working literally. On it. Yeah, it's yeah. That's, that's a type that's of pranayama. That's yeah, another category. that's super. Yeah, breathing is everything, bro. Yes, like, and the, it's, it's it's such like it's so overlooked, but then it's also so nowadays it's so um like like they was on these like so Hollywood nowadays. Yeah, and I was like, yes, if you sit and you, oh. it's like no, you don't got to you have to do all that. Like just take some time to like focus on your breath for a second if you're feeling a little bit yeah. unbalanced. Okay, I want to hit you with something. Okay. So you, I'm ready for it. You may know, may not know, the word yoga shares a common ancestor word in Proto-Indo-Europeans, the same ancestor word as the English word yoke. Yes. You, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. I've actually done a couple posts about this. Have you? Yes, I yeah? have. I, I put it in the caption because I'm like, I don't. I wish people would understand that, but I want to see where you take this in the lab. Yeah, and I don't don't remember the exact... It's like Yochum or something like that. I don't remember the exact word. I'll fucking look it up Mm -hmm. later. But um, So to me, like what yoga means to me in a literal sense is it is binding your attention to a specific stimulus. Yes. And in certain things like the asanas, you're binding your attention to your body. 
and, scientists buying and, the specific right. stimulus. Like, yeah, yeah. I like it. Though. And I then like it. in pranayama, you are binding your attention to your breath, and it yeah. is it is this training method of yeah. making your mind able to do what you Tap want in. it to. Yeah. I want to put my brain right here in this, mm-hmm. not this. Yes, self awareness of yeah. being able to yeah to be able yeah. to pay attention to one specific thing and block yeah. out everything else yeah. as you so choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On yeah. And I agree. Basis. No. And I think that's why it's like, it's interesting. Even when they talk about like the chakras and they have to explain the chakra mm-hmm. system, which everybody has like, I think that's the one thing that once again, like I said, when you saying, you said, fuck the Baptist. <laughs> like, but it's like, that's one thing about Christianity to me. I'm like, Oh, well, every religion in the East talks about your energy system. I, it's not really like a, a structural foundational path to it. Like, just pray. Like, that's it. Right. Again, it's just it's going to happen. Western religion does not have that kind of bodily Yeah, and now focus. it's starting to come a little bit. And I think that's interesting because, like, and everybody's finding, like, different ways to work it for themselves. But it's like, with the energy systems of, like, even with some meditations where it's like, okay, hey, yeah, just focus on this space. So, if Anya, the the base the chakra here that connects to your third eye the one popular one if it's right here just focus on the space directly outside of it okay because like like you're going to emit some kind of energetic frequency yeah so if you can just which is a hard focus but if you can focus on the space directly outside of your forehead you yeah you'll start to just in the practice of focusing on that space other things will start to come to you naturally whether it's like, okay, it's my anger, like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, and you kind of, you can follow that and see where, like, well, what's the deeper issue to yeah. why you're annoyed about doing this? That's because I just want to get to my job. And it's like, well, what's the deeper issue to that? But I was like, I, I, had, one, I, had, I had one of those today, man. Yeah, yeah so it's like, once again, so it's like yoga. What can you do to... Literally, yeah. if you just remember the path, you can remember that path deep down into a part of yourself. Yeah. And you can always go there. And like you said, that's kind of like the yoking. It's like you're finding ways as you get older and you grow to really yoke yourself into reality. Yeah. But also into nothing. And in another way that's maybe more common, that's what it means to be in the moment. Yeah. Like you're you're binding yourself to right now, not my imagined anxieties about possible futures of yes. or or rem- but right here, right now. Which is one of the things that the friend group, our friend group and Jackson has kind of brought to me. I'm like, this is priceless. Like, I wouldn't have got this anywhere else with the speed at which my life was moving and how I was brought up. Like, I, I wasn't taught to more of so. You were like, what's next? Yeah, it was, it was always like, what's next? Like, you know, basketball is just like, what's the next game? What's the next practice? What's the next focus? It wasn't like, let's just enjoy people. Yeah. Just being people. Like, that's it. Like, and I, that's, that's a very cool thing, and it's, like, so rare, but you don't get that living on the coast, really, I feel like. And I think maybe you don't get that a lot of other cities in the interior U.S. either. I mean, like, I ain't found it yet. Like, I have not found a city like that yet. I found certain versions of it, but not how strong it do you is. Think, do you think the, the level of wealth has to do with it, though? Because, I mean, the more wealth you have, let's just say you don't have a nine to five. The more wealth mm-hmm. you, or, or your next basketball, what's your main goal to, from next basketball game, next basketball, to make it big, right? Yeah, to it, make it make big, money, or, right? Or to, on a smaller level, like, because, like, when you start off younger, it's not really to make it big, it's like. College. It, it, college, and it's like, it's like, each time it's a different step. It's like, it's kind of like, well, what's the next person in a way i could be yeah because like you're going against somebody like whether you want to or not you're gonna have to lace them up and go so who's the next person i'm gonna have to go against and beat and it kind of takes you into this like weird survival mode kind of place where it's like you're not ever just sitting here just enjoying it it's like this guy but i guess there's there's mid levels in those levels though because in high school you're beating that person but that's all you have to worry as a high school player yeah to get to the next section 
in many series of that section. Yeah. So next is college. Now you're looking at who you're gonna, who's the best player, or who you need to not get dunked on, or who you need to have the highest score. What yes. school? And you're working your way on in that big project. And then when you move pro or high school, you're trying uh, college. You're either trying to get a degree or you're trying to get your life yeah. together, or you're thinking about okay, mm-hmm. now I need to think about how I'm going to make money after college. If it's going to be basketball, well, then you go into another mini series of the, the professional. And I was, I think that's where it's interested nowadays. Where I think nowadays kids have it a little bit harder mentally when it comes to basketball because by the time they hit high school in some way or form, they're getting some kind of revenue source off of it. Like in high school? Oh, yeah, yes. dude. You, you oh. see these high school players yeah. with like these shoes on and these yeah. shirts. I mean, dude, they're We're not... not going to... And then I know some of them like personally. Like some of the dudes who like it. And I'm not going to incriminate anybody. <laughs> like, yeah, but like, man, like those stories that they had back in the day of like, oh, somebody comes and drops a duffel bag in the kids' real. yard. Like, that's like a real thing. Whoa. Like, that's not like a joke. That is not no, a joke. It is, I'll do you this favor, and then you owe me a favor. Yeah. And then, yeah, so of you, course, yeah, that you get, so when sense. you get to NBA or you go play in Spain or whatever, just make sure you kick that back yeah. times oh. like, with the interest on this it. Was the, like, this was like a subplot in one of the arcs from <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson's series Ballers. Yeah. On yeah. HBO. Yeah. yeah. With college football. Yeah. There was... And he wasn't joking. Like, it's a yeah. show. And that's the interesting thing I think about shows. It's like, yeah, but no, it's like, that's an actual thing. That's a right. kid who's actually gone through that experience, or millions of kids actually who've yeah. gone through that experience. Yeah. It would, didn't they just start? Didn't they just pass that law? Maybe it's been a couple of years yeah a couple the, years was like now high school i mean uh college, college players balls. can get paid yeah but they yeah. passed the, the well this, go ahead, go ahead. well go ahead, I, I, I tell me if i'm wrong or not mm-hmm. but isn't the rule that they cannot be paid a salary from the university but they can get franchising yeah, endorsements from and other shit like yeah that. yep. that's what I'm saying. okay yeah. and so then that itself and that's why i don't know i feel like all kids now, especially basketball players should have like financial advisors yeah that to teach them because like, it's a whole financial education you need now with that and with Instagram and TikTok and stuff, kids can be in middle school getting paid. Yeah, yeah. like oh. it's kids now in middle school who are famous enough that like I know now that I can take you to yeah. who get paid more than you and me. Oh, <laughs> dude! <laughs> like this is exactly what they do though. Oh. It's like it's, it's one kid who's going to the University of Memphis who actually was like coming. Out, I won't say he was like my brother's kind of like jr in a way but coming up he came up under my brother his name is okay and he's like he's this big star player he actually just kind of got caught with a gun you know basketball players nowadays i don't know what the well, fascination you know, is hey, <laughs> with it to be fair like guns are not illegal in tennessee True. no but i think they're not but- they're not, they're not, but they're viewed. I think it's, it's the be- perception. Yeah, and well, with John Moran, it's a, they were kind of yeah. more pissed that he was he was found with a gun in another city that he probably had it maybe on the airplane, on the way, oh, yeah. like so in the facility. Yeah, you can, so, ch- like, you can <laughs> check, you can check firearms through an airplane. Yeah, but it it was a uh, it was a, the team airplane. Oh, they, that's probably not it's kosher. Me. No. <laughs> yeah, that's against that's against team policy. Against, yeah, right. against, well, against team policy. Probably the NBA. Sure, well, right. Right. Yeah. Team policy. Uh, it's interesting how early they start getting paid, man. Like he was a millionaire literally in high school. Damn. Like, like, like <laughs> riding around like with a young boy and everything, like. Yeah. Oh, you know the rapper, famous rapper. Oh yeah, yeah, riding around with his own car, like yeah. Chargers and everything. Like <laughs> it's wild, man. They start sometimes getting sponsored with them. Like dealerships will give them like cars yeah. for free and be like, "We, you just, bro, that's wild. That's I want to get a car for free. That's, that's, that's why promoting yourself can be the best thing out yeah. there. Because so many people, and it goes back to what we started. You have to put, even if it's shitty stuff that's going out, Yes. as long as you're getting better at it, people are seeing the <coughs> the service you can provide. Yeah. So, speaking of promoting yourself, <laughs> Z, do you want to plug yourself here? Let the people know what you oh, do, yeah. where to find you? 
Yeah, definitely. If you want me to, a part of me wants to be like, you can find me at the lift. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, promote no. you, man. No, promote yeah. yourself. So for me, I'm like I said, it's just I, my services are basically revolved around movement itself. Like I said, with whether it's yoga, whatever movement that you want me to design for you, that's why. If, it, if it's daily living, I've developed some stuff. People just like daily living stuff. So I I have a Instagram that you can follow me at, which is the underscore movement underscore counselor. It's weird. It's weird for me even to say and talk about because I'm like. I don't do anything like I literally just work out <laughs> and I post a video or I will talk about yoga and I make some stories about it and people are like, oh, actually, uh, can you help me with that? And literally, like, that's how I started. And I was like, yeah, actually, no, I can. Well, this I can't help you with. But I can direct you to this person. And it's like, but yeah, that's what you can. Um, you can follow me on Instagram there and whatever you kind of need i i created so i've also seen that you do you've done yoga classes around Mm -hmm. town the hub city brewery had one where you were there that was fun yes yeah i'm actually planning also to look out for stuff at hub city turntable and possibly grounded still again but grounded was like doing yoga around plants is something about it hey man. that that might be something yeah. we can we can do as a grant like a friend group yeah cool. dude i because i've been like i'm gonna be honest with you I've, like, i would I've, do it for free i would do it. yoga if it weren't for all the other people i don't know in there yeah, yeah. It's it's like, i'm trying to i i mean I, I live that way too of like the reason i work out i stopped working out to look good years ago bro yeah. i work out because my my life is from five o'clock and I'm always moving the same mm-hmm. way. Yeah. So like I even watch like extra like feet exercises, hand yes. exercises, because those yeah. are the things that you really need to continue a successful life. Yeah, you know, stay healthy. Yeah. So yoga has been one where like I I, I just want to you know experience it. and I I not I look videos up. I've kind of d- done it on my own once once or twice, but mm-hmm. to have like a professional to show me on a professional class. Has always been the the object of not going. Has always been kind of like well, people are more advanced. People are there yeah. that I'm not so advanced. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah. And th- that's where I I come from it with the very humble place. That's why yoga kind of like it helped me out with a lot because like growing up, like I said we were kind of we weren't poor poor. But my dad he he was a like I said in some ways he was a great great person. I was like, now I'm kind of thinking about it. I'm like, if he hears this podcast, like he might. <laughs> but no, he was a great person. And we, we can always edit and post. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I don't, I'm at the point now with him. I'm like, I don't care. Like, it's, it's cool. We have our relationship. But basically, he didn't never let me get surgery, really. And I've broken over about, I want to say 20 bones. Like Damn. Fingers. Actually, I got one surgery on my meniscus. But after that surgery, like I say it was he didn't let me get surgery. I tore my ACL, tore my MCL, I broken toes. Uh, still got a few things like fractured, like my wrist right here, and so and I've just learned how to strengthen the muscles around it. Interesting. Yeah, so like I always kind of like even if I like do like if I press on this too much or I don't work it out and do enough reps with it, it'll start hurting. Yeah. And I don't know. So it's like yoga. When yoga came to me, it really showed me how to like connect the body it's yeah. like the deal with pain so instead of like with a lot of people i had a client help with this the other day she was like i went to therapy and spent so much money on therapy and then you just told me to grab with my big toe and i stopped having knee pain and it was like well no it's like it's scientific in the sense of if i just show you how the toe connects to the ankle yeah yeah i'll show you how the chain connects and how it yeah. works yeah you can repair it yourself yep like you won't be able to like fix the bone yeah because that's what doctors do they yeah, yeah. but you will be able to teach the muscle how to basically through the nerves yeah the how nerves to align system. the body part and then from there if you know that then it's like you can shape it how you want to you can make it bigger make more cut yeah. you can make it go yeah. longer like it's like so there's a whole science to it in a way man I, that's where yoga really came in it like it showed me like okay this is how these people have formed movement systems throughout their day it's not about doing yoga it's about what movement system can i create for myself and that's a great name i mean dude that 
Because you're not dialed into one specific like genre of like trainer. Yeah. Movement, dude, that's perfect. I like that, man. Yeah, yeah. it's like what movement system. Yoga is just a nice dictionary. Yeah. yeah. That's really Basically. beautiful, man. Yeah. That's really no, beautiful. Keep on, man. Uh, the things that you spoke today really connect with me because I'm about connect, like being super connected to the body too, bro. So, yeah. Um, yeah, people, go check them out, man. You won't be disappointed. At the underscore movement underscore counselor yeah. on social media. Uh, Z, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, it was bro. fun. Man, anytime y'all want to have me on here, man, I will be a regular. That's what's <laughs> up, dude. Yeah, yes. we appreciate you coming out, man. Yeah. Honestly, um, yeah, and, and we'll, we'll definitely try to do something later on. Maybe have a all boys. You know, well, they, really, all our guests have been boys right now. No, some, not yet. Not, well, uh, Shannon not was. Yet. A, that's not the right. That's right. right. Shannon was a girl. I'm about to have the feminists attacking you. But yeah, man, most definitely would. I mean, we could sit here and talk longer, but yeah. we'll leave that for the next podcast. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That was dope. Thank you all for tuning in. Also, a huge thank you to O.D. Astro for the intro music. Check him out. He's a fantastic musician. O.D. Astro on Spotify, SoundCloud. O.D. Astro underscore 731 on Instagram. Check it out. Also, be sure and visit keepballsondogs.com uh, for information on safe and humane ways to spay and neuter your animals uh, without castration. Uh, doggy vasectomies are a safe and healthier way to ensure that you do not have any unwanted litters and you can be a responsible pet owner. That's www.keepballsondogs.com. Check it out. Thanks for tuning in.